calling main event Jey Uso for nothing, you know. Oh, wait! That's Jimmy Uso! What the hell? Jimmy, once again, flattening his own twin brother. No. And Finn Balor now making the climb. Jey Uso motionless. Coup de grace. Balor to win the undisputed tag team championships. day my ass <laughs> fucking professor decided to go on a fucking day trip to california nomad vagabond call him what you will so i decided instead of talking to myself for two hours in my office like i normally do during a normal day of work i'd come over to the sixty-seven thousand season room <laughs> and hang out with wheezy wheezy how you doing i'm doing great yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit different today gonna be a little bit off uh yeah it's gonna be a shit show which is that this normally is yeah no it definitely should be so (laughs) no man this is this is different uh i you know what i really like about this i like that i can chain smoke cigarettes and there's a fridge full of beer right behind me so i don't have to dick around yeah makes the sixty-seven thousandth room great exactly that's the whole reason you got it right so yeah man i'm looking forward to it and worst case scenario if i gotta take a piss I'm just gonna go walk up, start taking piss, and leave you here by yourself, and you can just mutter to yourself for fucking five minutes. I can handle it. Yeah, I'm sure you can. I'll just have to check the audio and make sure you don't say anything crazier than I typically do. Well, thanks for listening. As always, I've got to do the uh, professor spiel here. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and the X. Subscribe, like, and share. Well, that was good. If you, yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised I got it out in one take. I don't know what the opening sounds are because I haven't picked them out yet. So whatever you heard at the beginning before the music kicked in, it was something. That's about all I've got to say about that. Uh, Wheezy, uh, we, we, you typically use pseudonyms. You feel free to call me ODM, Joe, whatever. That's fine. We, we ain't worried about that. Well, one of the things that we do on the show is we record on Mondays. As you can tell, we're here Monday. Kayfabe episode releases on Wednesdays at noon Eastern Standard Time. One of the things we do on the show during football season is after the Bills game, if they win, I like to yell, hit the music. The Bills make me want to shout, kick your heels up and shout, throw your hands up and shout, throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, Buffalo! 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 Let's go, Buffalo!
you think of the game? Um, Considering we watch it together. Do we, do we have to talk about football? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we don't. It was pretty fucking uh, embarrassing, uh, huh? Mark knows me. I'm a loyal Bills fan, but uh, yeah, it was pretty shitty. Yeah, it was. Uh, at one point, I was over at that door over there, facing the door like I was in timeout. Yes. We, didn't, we didn't have a very good night last night. No, no. Uh, yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty fucking abysmal. That's two weeks in a row we've had an abysmal game. But it is what it is. The Bills squeaked out a win. Uh, who's next up on the schedule? Uh, New England. That's right, New England and Foxborough, and then the Thursday night game, which I will be at. Yeah, I don't know about this New England game. So, yeah, you know, it's on the road, and the Patriots suck, so they'll look for any opportunity to get joy yeah, out of just the beating Giants the Bills. Too, was... Well, yeah, that is true. It was, it was fucking, yeah, it was not fun. It was not fun. Uh, according to some people, you know, the refs won the game for them, so blah, 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 blah. Well, we also know that as Bills fans, we've had it go the other way, too, so fuck them. Yep, exactly. That goes to you, Dolphins fans. <laughs> Mostly. All right. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. Pretty much hate every other team in the league anyway, so that's good enough. All right. Well, I've got quite a bit of news. Of course, the one week that Mark isn't here, I think he did that on purpose just so he forced me to do all the work for the show for once <laughs> since he typically does a lot of the work. So it's going to be fun. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right, let me finish this bogey again. This is what I love. I, I just get to smoke cigarettes. I get to blow smoke, cigarette smoke into my fucking mic the whole time. I'm sure it's going to sound fucking great for you guys out there. But let's get into some news, and it wouldn't be fucking a week of the podcast if we weren't talking about CM Punk. Just last week, we were talking about CM Punk possibly being signed by WWE, and it seemed like it was a slam-dunk deal. Yeah, no, that ain't happening. Uh, according to Meltzer, he said, yeah, they turned him down. He wanted to go there, and the decision was a no. It can always change, and it was brought up to me like, look, there's no such thing as no forever, but it's a no for now. That is the decision that was made. It's Vince's decision, Vince, Nick Khan, Paul Levesque. Obviously, they decided the negatives outweighed the positives. You can't argue with that. It could always change, and it was made very clear to me. If WWE's business went down, they know it's a card they could play, but is it worth it, and how bad is their business going to go down, really? That's the quote from Meltzer. Um, so I don't know how much you know about CM Punk's history uh, with I was, WWE. I do. We were talking about it, I think, last week we were watching. Or was it – when was it when we were like, oh, man, he's coming back? Or it was I said something. Oh, uh, we were watching. It was the Nakamura, Nakamura attack ricochet on the ramp. Yeah. I think it was SmackDown. It. Yeah. So I don't know all of it, but, yeah, I know you were kind of hyped about possible comeback. But Yeah, and it seemed like they were dropping a lot of hints, and, uh, you know, we kind of joked about it last week because Mark's like, oh, yeah, I really like it. They're doing it real subtle. I'm like, subtle my ass. They're fucking just broadcasting it. Yeah, what's wrong with you, Mark? <laughs> Love you. He's a mark. <laughs> That's what it is. He looks like a mark. <laughs> <laughs> you think about it, he actually looks he like a mark. <laughs> Holy shit. What is it? They say if the shoe fits. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I'll try to make this as quick as possible. So, eight years ago at this point, actually, it might even be nine years ago, Mark would know because he's CM Punk's one of his favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, He had a, he had a falling out with WWE. They, they, where they told him they were going to put him in the main event of WrestleMania, uh, but they did Cena versus The Rock once in a lifetime, oh, yeah, and then the, the next year they yeah, did it again. Yeah, okay. I, um, I he it, got yeah. he got MRSA, he got a really bad infection. They fired him on the day of his wedding. Yeah, it was it was all fucked up. Oh, he did the whole pipe bomb. Yeah, it's all fucked up, and he had really bad blood with Triple H, aka Paul Levesque, who is in charge of creative in WWE now. So you know, it definitely seemed like it, motherfucker. There. What's that? 
Triple H. Ugh. Yeah. He's got a schnoz like mine. He does. He does. Yeah. But he gets to sleep with Stephanie. But then again, there's rumors that that's going south. So who the fuck knows what's going on with that anyway. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, then he came to AEW seven years later and it was the biggest thing in wrestling. Uh, it was great. He was on fire. He cut some of the best promos in recent years. Great matches. And then he got into a fight with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and they all got suspended and... Then he apparently got into a fight with uh, Jack. Remember I showed you Jack Perry's kid? Yeah. Or uh, Luke Perry's yeah. kid, yeah. Jack Perry? Yeah, apparently he put him in a rear naked choke during a pay-per-view right before his match, and they fired his ass from AEW, yeah. So it's it's a whole drama. It goes a lot deeper than that. But, uh, you know, it seemed like it was going to happen. But And here's the other thing, too. CM Punk is from Chicago. Survivor Series next month is in Chicago at the United Center. So it just seemed so like the stars were aligning, thing. and, and WWE was doing all this stuff I on bet TV. Abe Froman got involved. In <laughs> Pardon my friends, <laughs> Rooney. Yeah, put that shit on silent. Uh, no. <laughs> my bad. Fuck it, we're live, we pal. Got a first timer here. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Well, we'll stay with WWE. Um, at recent news is, is saying that you know, after the merger with Endeavor and uh, the UFC, you know. Vince McMahon kind of, that whole thing has been weird, uh, but it seemed like Vince was, you know, in charge of creative again, you know, changing the script, you know, moments before the show aired and all that. Well, apparently, according to Fightful Select now, Vince McMahon is out of WWE creative. He still oversees the WWE, so I'm sure he'll still find ways to make changes, but apparently now uh, there's been a big boost in morale. Uh, Triple H is back in charge and everybody is happy. Uh, so it could be temporary. It might not be, but for right now, Triple H is running the show, and I honestly, I think it's the best thing for him. So, the guy with the schnoz. The guy with the schnoz. The guy, like mine. The guy with the schnoz. Yeah, yeah, sure. Way better. More money too. Um, no, not that part of it. <laughs> but you almost need a co-signer for a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Especially in New York. <laughs> Fuck. Speaking of, let me light another one up real quick here. No. Um. Poke him if you got him. Yeah, I'm. I'm about to. So uh, I was just talking about uh, Jungle Douchebag Jack Perry. Um, He also got suspended. So he got suspended. He didn't get fired. And honestly, they should have fired him instead of CM Punk because Jack Perry doesn't draw shit. Um, I wasn't a fan of his. No, no. He looks just like him, but he's like just Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like 140 pounds, and now he's this heel, and he's trying to act like a badass, and it just doesn't fucking work. That guy's a fucking pussy. Um, But yeah, apparently his suspension is up now, but AEW's not rushing his return. Uh, yeah, I'm saying that just because it's an update on that situation. Other than that, I give two bits about a fucking piss about him. <laughs> Next slide. Next slide. Next slide. Uh, going back to FTR unexpectedly dropping the AEW tag titles. Um, apparently it was to put over Ricky Starks and Big Bill. It had nothing to do with Cash Wheeler being injured or his arrest. Um, FTR is a very, they were in WWE as the revival. Um, probably the best tag team in the world, hands down. Uh, they're very old school. Uh, they look like it. They wrestle like it. Uh, they look like legitimate badasses. They they would, you know, when they first came into AEW, they were driving this old school truck, like straight out of Dazed and Confused. Really cool. Um, he got arrested in Florida for road rage. He pulled a gun on a guy. <laughs> well, if you're going to do it, do it right. <laughs> and do it in Florida. <laughs> so apparently they were thinking that they lost, because these guys lost the tag titles in like four minutes flat. Um, unexpectedly to a tag team that no that just got thrown together 
Um, but apparently it has nothing to do with uh, Cash being injured or his recent arrest. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess. Uh, Ricky Starks uh, is... Uh, He's he's got a lot of potential. AWs drop the ball with him like they have a bunch of other people, you know. So we'll see what happens. Ricky Starks is actually really tight with the Undertaker, so uh, there's a lot of talk he might end up in WWE. So we could be seeing him out here before you know it. Have you seen? Because I know you love movies. Have you seen the trailer for the movie called The Iron Claw? Yeah, probably at some point. But... <laughs> <laughs> I probably I don't fucking know Dude, my kids play hockey Leave me alone. <laughs> that's right it's probably not the first time you're gonna hear that tonight um focus on wrestling so, yeah so. <laughs> I am yeah. my life the Iron Claw is a movie about the Von Erich family uh if you don't know about the Von Erich family I'm gonna give you a quick history lesson do you remember the Texas tornado from WWF back in the day vaguely vaguely yeah, yeah. he uh that's Kerry Von Erich um okay. so the so Fritz Von Erich was a famous wrestler he, Fritz he played a a Nazi that was his. That was a gimmick. He was. He wasn't a real Nazi. <laughs> nine 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 nine. Um, and then he started a promotion in, in Texas, a very well respectable one. You know, back in the territory days, called World Class Championship Wrestling. And he had his boys wrestle there. There was David. Uh, there was Kevin. There was Kerry. Um, so yeah, I mean, they were huge. They were. They were. They were folk heroes in Texas, uh, especially in Houston. Um, it's the same promotion where a lot of wrestlers got their starts, including Undertaker, Steve Austin. Um, so David was like the big one. Like he was the guy and he was in line to beat Flair for the NWA title, which I mean, was fucking massive. They didn't just give that title to anybody. He goes to Japan and they find him in his hotel room dead. Speculation. It could have been an overdose, but the official autopsy was, uh, he had a ruptured uh, intestine or something and you know, he just died in his hotel room. The funeral was a fucking national event, and well, a statewide event in Texas. It was, it was, it was massive. A spectacle. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, there were so many people they had to put speakers outside of the church so the people outside could hear the funeral. Um, so then uh, they got one of the other younger brothers, and this is where I forget their names. Oh, to start, so to start, Kevin was the oldest, I believe. Or maybe he was the second born. Uh, the first born, they had a trailer because they would travel, you know, across from territory to territory. Uh, the, 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 the oldest kid at the time, you know, probably like six or seven, tripped over something, but he clipped like an electrical thing and he died face down in the ice as a young kid. So that's the first one that died. That's a little fucked up. Yep. Then David died in Japan. So then they get another one of the younger brothers who really wasn't a great wrestler, you know, but, you know, they got him in there. And um, they go over to wrestle in uh, Israel. He separates his shoulder. He goes in for surgery. Who fuck wrestles in Israel? Who wrestles in Israel? Everyone. Every yeah, back in the day. I mean, really? maybe if I, yeah, you know, Hogan wrestled in Japan. Yeah, it was actually well, the best I was wrestling. Into, not that big. Yeah, it? yeah. Well, oh, me neither. Yeah, I didn't know this till years later. I yeah, gotcha. absolutely. But yeah, I mean, so so he goes separated shoulder, gets surgery in Israel, comes back, ends up having a staph infection. They were literally about to read him his last rites, and he bounced back, killed himself like a week later. Ain't that some shit. Then they get the next youngest brother to fucking start wrestling. He had absolutely no business. He killed himself. Carrie gets into a motorcycle accident, lost his one foot St right as he was signing with WWE. The rumor is he used to shower in his boots so nobody would know he was missing a foot. Yeah, he ended up killing himself, too. It's kind of like Lou Gehrig. Yeah, Lou something. Lou Gehrig. I don't know. A lot of Lou... did you not see that one coming? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We just, gonna, we just start doing Dennis Leary bits here all of a sudden? 
No, so, I'm yeah. saying you see the path there. That's yeah, yeah, it, it was. It's it's a crazy story. There's a dark side of the ring on it that you know, and it, Kevin is the surviving one, the only one that's left. Um, he he did he did okay. yes um but yeah so it's gonna be a movie based on him uh the dude from zach efron's gonna be in it plays david i think um the dude from the bear i don't know if you've ever watched the bear or seen commercials yeah. for it yeah that dude's playing carrie von eric um but yeah the trailer's out it looks good cool. it comes out around christmas time uh can't wait so you want to see it definitely yeah. definitely yeah definitely want to check it out <laughs> maybe i'll try and attend this one and missed uh the hills one i missed recently with you Oppenheimer. Fucking Oppenheimer. Yeah. But anyways, then it's got nothing to do with wrestling. Yeah, there you go. Be good. We'll definitely be talking about it. Um, Brian Pillman Jr. Do you remember Brian Pillman? Flying Brian? No? He tagged with uh, Stunning Steve Austin when he was in WCW when he actually had hair. Well, I should. Um, <clears throat> though that's going way the fuck back. It is going way the fuck back. You know I was a huge Steve Austin. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This was before, that's yeah. Okay. That's before he was even in WWF, yep. So... Like I said, he had blonde hair. Did you know that he had blonde hair? Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. I'll show you a picture. It's fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they put him in a tag team with Brian Pillman. When Brian Pillman came to WWE, um, he uh, had an angle with um, with Steve Austin. It was right after he became Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, The fucked up thing, because you know, there's always tragedies in wrestling. Brian Pillman fucking flipped his like Hummer, fucking whatever. And, like, his ankle was all fucked up. He was on crutches when he got to WWE. That was a whole shit show. Uh, he died in 97. So, he was, like, in WWE maybe for, like, a Jesus. year at best. Yeah. Uh, but his son was in AEW. And, again, they dropped the ball on him. Uh, and he showed up in NXT now. Uh, and they're changing his name to Lexus King. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole promo, but it's really... No, it's actually really good because it's a name he used on the independence. And the promo was... Everybody compares me to my dad. Everybody, my dad died when I was six. I don't even have a college degree, but this industry's been in my blood. I've got no choice but to embrace it. When they see this face, I don't want them to think about my dead father. I want them to think about me. I'm nobody's junior. Uh, okay. It was a good fucking promo. It was really good. That. The best part is they did his hair and his and his beard to make him look just like his dad. It was fucking great. It. it was really good. Yeah. So, uh, Tony Khan, we may have a running joke about Tony Khan, Tony Khan, a son of Shad Khan who owns the Jags is the owner of AEW. Uh, and the joke about him is that everything he does is fueled by Adderall. You see him when he's on TV, his eyes are yeah, wide and he's like, and he just, fu- yeah, he just fucking goes, he's just weird. Uh, well, apparently he had the straw in his hand again, uh, cause he fucking decides to go on Twitter and just start talking shit about WWE. Uh, I don't think you're in a position to do that. They've been kicking your ass in the ratings. Your show sucks. Um, and, uh, yeah, maybe you should just shut the fuck up for about two minutes. Well, he's probably got too much money and too much Adderall. He doesn't know what to do. Exactly. Except to play with his wrestling friends. Run it into the ground. Yeah, ass. pretty much. That seems what he's like, what he's doing. How on that subject? Cause I know we like, no one's big on NXT, but how's that doing as far as like the other two? A lot better. Um, a lot better. I, you know, I'll, I'll be like, oh, come over here. Right. Yeah, it was right. Cool. I get it. I watch it too. <laughs> if I came over on Tuesdays, I'd I be here it. half You're, a week. You, well, I know that. But, <laughs> but then I, every time I question it, but I do watch it, I'm like, yeah, he's right. This sucks. It's hard because they're not, they're not, it, you know, most of it's developmental. They're starting to bring more of the bigger stars down there, right? But it, it's hard, right? Because, you know, we talk wrestling all the time. So we're familiar with most of the names. You turn it on, you're not going to know a goddamn person. So you have to watch and get invested in these people. Yep. And that's hard to do. Well, that's what I've been getting back. Right. Like, that's why I've, I was into it big, you know, you know, with, with Austin and them guys. And yeah. Stuff. And then I slowly started getting back into it with you, with you guys a little bit. And 
I enjoy it. It's just, I think it's like every other sport, though. It changes with time, and it mm-hmm. you, you get it's just hard. You look back on it like you'll never have Steve Austin. If yeah, hard. You'll never have that again. So you need to accept it, but you know, I think you can also be picky about it if you've been a fan and or or and like me getting back into it. And there's so much out there. You have to you have to be picky. You have every right to be. Uh, yeah. So they just had a thing on Tuesday where they had a bunch of people come. Cena came down. Heyman came down. I think Taker showed up. They, I mean, they they fucking went all out. Um, but yeah, there was a period where it went to shit because Vince basically took it over. Uh, NXT started as Triple H's baby, and it was some of the best wrestling out there. Then Vince took over, and it was a shit show. And now Shawn Michaels is actually in charge of it, so they're doing better. They're doing better. Um, but yeah, uh, Ronda Rousey uh, has appears to have retired from WWE, which is Thank kind God. of a dumb story. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a dumb story anyway because her contract was up and she's done with them anyway. Uh, but she posted something on Instagram and she quoted Bernie Lumen. I don't know who the fuck that is, <laughs> but the quote was, "Sorry, I couldn't hear you through my retirement." Okay, great. Next slide. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I get what she's trying to say that she don't give a fuck, but say that's it. That's, yeah. Yep. Next slide. Yeah. Next slide. Uh, Rick <laughs> Flair. And any yeah, right. Anytime we can talk Take about. Get out. <laughs> get out, bitch. Um, anytime, Rick Flair. We can talk about Rick Flair. I'm a happy man. Yeah. Apparently, there was a recent McDonald's commercial where somebody goes, woo, oh boy. and Ric Flair sent a cease and desist letter to McDonald's. Here we go, that cease and desist <laughs> shit. Man, I was going to bring that up later. Mark, you knew it was going to get brought up. Well, I might still anyway, but God damn it. <laughs> go ahead. All right. What does what Mark call him? Clunky Abushi, uh, a.k.a. Kota Abushi, uh, confirms he's signed with AEW. He's been there a lot anyway. It's not a big fucking surprise. Um, so there you go. Uh, Randy Orton, Randy Orton, uh, has, there's been a lot of stuff. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, he's been out for a while. Apparently he had like serious back surgery and you got to figure all those RKOs fucking takes a toll on your back after time. He's been wrestling a long time. Uh, it sounds like they actually expect him to return at Survivor Series next month. Really? So that'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I I don't think he's fresh from surgery, (laughs) but, uh, you know, you ever want to laugh, just watch, uh. There's a video out there of him, like, RKOing his, like, nephew in the pool. (laughs) It's fucking great. Um, Nick Aldis, uh, who was formerly in the NWA, uh, Billy Corgan's promotion, uh, showed up in Impact for about five minutes. Uh, There's a lot of rumors about him going to WWE, and he he did. He he, he showed up. He showed up. He's going to be the GM for SmackDown. That's a hell of a way to use a talent like Nick Aldis, but who the fuck am I? (laughs) What do I know? I'm just a Mark doing a fucking wrestling podcast in Rochester. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Okay. <coughs> and, uh, yeah, and then as part of his arrival, he announced that K- uh, Kevin Owens is getting traded to SmackDown. So the tag team of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens is getting broken up. Uh, yeah, so there's that. So uh, here's just uh, some quick results uh, from what happened this past week on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, Raw, we actually watched together, if I'm not mistaken. We did. Uh, but yeah, he's going to go ahead and piss real quick. So I'll just blow through this real quick. Uh, on raw, we had drew McIntyre. He interfered, uh, stopped Damian priest from cashing in on Seth Rollins. Um, Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley interfered in the Nia Jax Raquel Rodriguez match. Uh, they, they made Baszler look pretty strong over Rhea. It was good to see as much as I love Rhea. I've always, you know, liked Shayna and her work. Uh, hopefully this is going to give her a bit of a push. Um, I really don't care about Nia Jax or Raquel Rodriguez Gonzalez. So, you know, we'll see. It's probably going to be a, a quadruple threat or a four-away. So that's that. 
Uh, Bronson Reed won a triple threat against, who was it? Oh. Chad Gable and... <clears throat> Yeah, it was somebody else, and you didn't think Bronson was gonna win, but yeah, Bronson. So Bronson versus Gunther uh, should oh, be Gunther. sure should be. Or, yeah, I know you don't like him. I don't know why, but he's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's the man. Uh, Bronson. I could see them putting the IC title on Bronson. That would be, uh, you know, that would be a good swerve. But you know, we'll see what happens with that. We'll stick with WWE. We'll go right to SmackDown. There wasn't really much to talk about on SmackDown. We saw the end of it. Uh, LA Knight. Yeah. Defeated Solo Sokoa. Uh, Reigns returned, showed up, speared Knight, uh, and they're kind of teasing that. Yeah, that damn bloodline. You know, I'm like, man, it's been it's been really <laughs> captivating shit. I feel like it's starting to peter out though. It's just that's you know, what I'm saying. You know, I it's like, even I guess maybe I got in late on it, so to speak. Yeah, it was it was great. No, know. it's it's been good shit. But and that goes back years too. They you always have that shit, the teams or whatever. I will say I do like when they turn on each other. That makes it fun. Turns are fun. I like stables too. You know, you know, it, it's definitely been done to death at this point, especially with you know DX and the Nation Domination and, and um, NWO and NWO Wolfpack, and you know, then you got the Bullet Club in New Japan. And New Japan is it basically everybody's in a stable, pretty much. Yeah, I gotta watch me some more of that shit. You guys hooked me with that. Yeah, it's good shit. Yeah, it's good. Tamari Ishuku. Yeah, close but way off. Come on now. Tamahiro Ishii. <laughs> I can never fucking yeah. remember it. That's good. Yeah. He even writes down my fucking dark I do. room and I still can't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I even wrote it phonetically the one time so you could sound it out. Toma, like, every time I get closer, right? You're like, you're closer. Yeah, you do. You get closer. Yeah. I told you, just start with Ishii. <laughs> just start with Ishii. Remember that part? You'll be good. Tom, so, Tom Ishii. My first New Japan experience, actually, I called him to win it. Remember, and that mm-hmm. was like a... It I don't was, know. I just um, liked him. I was like, "Fat ass, he's gonna win." And I, I don't know. He, did, it wasn't because he won. I just watched him. Run. I just like him. I yeah. don't know. No, fucking. If you he's like it, guy. if you like it, it's your guy. Uh, it was yeah. It was the New Japan AEW crossover. Uh, I think it was like a four on four, like an eight man tag. I think it was. Yeah. yeah, there's some crazy some bitches in that. Oh yeah, they don't fuck around. That's the one where fucking Danielson got his arm broken by uh, Okada. Yep, I missed that one though. I think I went. Yeah, I you bounced before that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good though. I guess we can talk about AEW real quick. I didn't make any notes for Collision uh, because who gives a shit? It probably sucked since Punk's gone. Uh, but on Dynamite, Danielson defeated Swerve. He's going to face Christian for the uh, TNT title. Uh, and, of course, I don't have those results because it already happened. Way to go. Uh, there was a Samoa Joe vignette. He's going to be He's gunning for the AEW title. Samoa Joe is great. Hobbs, powerhouse Hobbs. They've dropped the ball a million times on him. Let's see if they do it again. But he squashed Chris Jericho. Now, on one hand, there's not much to say about that because Jericho's like 150 years old and looks like Vince Neil. Well, he's got a band, though. Yeah, okay. No, he does. I have a podcast. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were talking I mean, about my band. I mean, it <laughs> doesn't. Next slide. Don't mean, yeah, next slide, exactly. <laughs> uh, Adam Cole with his broken glass ankle fucking did a comedy skit with Roderick Strong. Uh, the only thing of note really there is Strong reference. He said, uh, Cole mentioned, oh, you don't have any t- TVs in here. And Strong goes, oh, the TV's the devil, man. The devil. And there's a whole thing with a devil mask. I'm not going to bother getting into it. Devil. Yeah, right. Uh, fucking Orange Cassidy regained the international Orange title. Cassidy, about yeah, fuck here. him. Uh, Hikaru Shida beats fucking Soraya for the AEW women's title. So there's great. You couldn't put it on Tony Storm, the most over woman, the best woman's wrestler that you have in that fucking promotion. You don't put the title on her. Okay. Again, with the fucking straw, <laughs> but the most, the biggest thing of note is, uh, MJF. 
Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He's mm-hmm. one of the best. Yes. Yeah, one of the best in the world. He's he's great on the mic. He's a good wrestler. Um, he's just fantastic. But they did a joke. Uh, so a while back, I don't remember how long this was ago, six months, a year, something like that. He had a promo about how he got bullied in school and they made fun of him. And there were a lot of bigots at his school because, you know, he's Jewish and they would throw quarters at him. Jesus so one of the one of the wrestlers, uh, it was Juice, Juice Robinson, uh, said, Max, I got a roll of quarters with your name on it. And it said Friedman. Probably not the best yeah. time to make uh, anti-Semitic yeah. jokes. Well, it's never really a good time, actually. Uh, well, okay, fair enough. Well, yeah. That's the way I view it. Yeah. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. So, yeah, there's that. So Interesting. Well, yeah, yeah, pretty short-sighted. He really needs to put that fucking straw I, down. Know, dude should retaliate with a fucking twisted tea upside his head. <laughs> he just hey, might. I still got one about on my toolbox. <laughs> one of my black friends I worked with, he came walking in with it, and I kept it ever since. It's still in my toolbox. Some people carry knives. Some people carry guns. Carry you got a fucking twisted tea. And it's the deuce-deuce, <laughs> the big one. Oh, yeah, you got to have the big one. Yeah, that's the OG Don't right there. Around and find out. Yeah, exactly, right? Put that fucker in the freezer for an hour or two, and then smash him. Yeah, you got quarters, bitch? <laughs> I got a twisted tea. <laughs> Well, it's funny, uh, Juice Robinson's nickname is Rock Hard, so I think he should just take a rock and smash him in the head. Oh, that'd be even better. Yeah, there you go. And then finish it off with a Twisted T. And Twisted T, yeah, just pour it over him. That's fine. Either way, though. Like I said, we do have some upcoming pay-per-views slash PLEs if you're in WWE, premium live event. Uh, AW Full Gear is November 18th. Uh, the only match on the card, and this is not a fucking surprise, is the world title match, MJF defending against Jay White. Um yeah, I mean, uh, both good wrestlers. Hopefully, it's a decent match uh, again, and they keep the if they keep the anti-Semitism out of it, it should be decent. Uh, we'll see how the card fills out, uh, and then we've got Survivor Series. Uh, that's November twenty-fifth. Um, we'll see what happens with that. Like I said, we're expecting possibly a, a Randy Orton return, and uh, probably not CM Punk. But again, you never know. Yeah, maybe they're all just being quiet about. It. Well, Mark and I were talking about that, and we said the same thing. We said maybe they're bringing kayfabe back, and they're like, we're just going to put the news out there that it's a no-go, and then he's just going to fucking show up. up. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe they are. Fuck yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, you said Triple H is running a deal, too. Maybe, yeah. Well, the only problem... Maybe they're in a transition between douchier chin guy there. You know what I'm talking about, Vince. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm just throwing it out. Have you seen a picture of him recently? Yeah. He's got the pencil mustache now. It's called a high stash. Fucking, I call it a fucking uh, Gomez Adams mustache. I I, I call him high stash. I started from a little old guy. Pencil stash. When I worked with my father in the teens, we had a guy, they called him Dutch high stash. It wasn't even his name, but that's what they called him right to his face. Dutch high stash. Yes. If I remember that, that's what we're calling Vince McMahon from. And actually, matter of fact, like they used to, he'd be in a way they'd page him. Mr. Highstash, your car is ready. Mr. Highstash. Anyways, yes, that's why you know. He's, no, I'm and a little old guy. Little old guy. He was one of the owner's friends. It was great. Highstash. Everyone called. Hey, Highstash. He'd look at you. Hi. But it wasn't his name. <laughs> well, sounds like he embraced it. So I guess there's that, right? Yeah. Think about it. Next time you see McMahon, because it is. It's like a high. It's a higher. Yeah. They trim the. That's why he was called Highstash, because they trim the freaking this Bottom part, part, right? And it's right up under her nose. Maybe I should grow one, because I am that smug-looking motherfucker. Yeah, it would fucking work out every time you say harumph. We fucking go together like fucking lamb oh, and tuna fish. Like an idiot. No, yeah. seriously. You look, whatever. Next slide. Please. Absolutely. Yeah, next slide. Well, <laughs> next slide is, we're already sitting at a table, so let's go to it. Just bring it, bitch! Oh, my 
So I was going to steal something from you, but I'm going to let you run with it. Uh, this is a little segment we do called Bring It to the Table. A lot We try to keep it wrestling focused. A lot of times we just can't think anything, so we just fucking randomly talk about some random shit. But uh, you said something to me the other night, and I bookmarked it. I haven't listened yet, but I have bookmarked it. So why don't you tell everybody about what you told me? So I was telling <clears throat> Joe actually recently, I think it was in the last month, uh, Last week, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Dale Jr. fan. If you don't know who Dale Jr. is, fuck you. <laughs> Even I know who Dale Jr. Uh, is. He has, his, he's had a podcast out for years called the Dale Jr. Download, Dirty Mo Media. It's pretty popular. Anyways, it's not hard to find. But he does a lot of cool shit. He doesn't just have racers on there. He does. He has a lot of cool. But uh, recently, he had Cody Rhodes on there. And uh, I didn't even know this about Dale. Like, I was a huge fan of his old man, obviously, but uh, Dale Jr. was a huge wrestling fan. And the I believe one of the things, I didn't listen to all of it yet, too. That's my bad. But uh, one of the things I was reading up on it, and because I did listen to some of it, was that the fact that Dale Sr., if you any, any of you know about NASCAR and Dale Sr., actually let him watch it. And I think, though, he talked about, I thought he said something about he had to like, hide it or whatever. But anyways, it's really, it's really cool. You should check it out. I haven't even finished it yet. But one thing I know they were, yeah, it was, it was just a surprise to me. I never knew, I know a lot about Dale Jr. I followed him his whole career, that he was a huge wrestling fan. He's, he's a huge fan of Cody's father. That's what they were talking about stuff. But you should highly recommend checking it out. He's got some other cool shit on there, too. It, like I said, he doesn't have just racers on there stuff. He has wrestlers, fucking other sports, whatever. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I can't wait to check it out. I'm you know, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, speaking of Cody Rhodes, we've got Ron behind us, and that's actually going to be our top topic, but we can't do the top topic until I finish my bring it to the table. Uh, so I completely fucking wing this one. I don't even have anything written down. So you know what, Professor, we miss you. I hope you're having fun on the road again. So since you can't be here, you're going to be here in spirit with one of the podcast's favorite cover songs of all times. Spending my days working hard on the go But the hand on the clock keeps spinning too slow I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight You know that Nightwing and ODM are getting sick and tired of hearing me sing this week after week But you know they're liars Cause I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight I'll sing this goddamn song all I want, it's my show Maybe it's true Joe has a one track mind But it's hard to concentrate with a brain that's like mine Ha <laughs> that's right baby The Top Wrestling Podcast knows That Eldo Montoya can be just incredible and build a mock can be very goddamn humorous. I'll sing this goddamn song I want. It's my show. Well, there you go, Professor. I hope you enjoyed it. I know we all did. And now that we've gotten through that, it's time 
to revisit the Monday Night Wars. Get in the DeLorean 25 years back. Let's go. Monday Night Wars! You said that I didn't have the balls to fire you. Well... I can't hear a word you're saying because you ain't got 18,000 people calling you an asshole. Gee. Speak up and put a little bass in your voice. I would advise everyone here to get their cameras out and take a photo of that man because you're seeing the last of Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? No. Stone Cold, Stone Cold, screw you, you're fired. He did it! By now, even you people should know the correct response to the following question is nobody, not everybody, nobody. So what do you say we give it a try? And don't be afraid to join in at home. Who's better than Canyon? The people just don't get it. You're just not too bright. Play Obi-Wan Jabroni's music so I can get another win under my belt. Well, it looks like Wheezy had to step out for a little bit, so I'm going to be doing the Monday Night War solo. This might be the quickest Monday Night War segment, even with a pay-per-view. And we're going to start there, October 18th, 1998, In Your House 25, Judgment Day from Chicago. Opening match, you get Al Snow versus Mark Merrow. Jeff Jarrett comes to the ring. He wants Merrow to head to the back and wants to take his place, stemming from the attack last week. That doesn't happen. Jacqueline ends up on the apron for a distraction. Snow grabs her. Marrow hits a low blow, but Snow eventually hits the snowplow for the win. Next, we see a flashback to Heat. Uh, Austin arriving at the arena, heading to the locker room, but the Stooges stop and say, nope, nope, you're a ref tonight. You're going to be dressing elsewhere. And they direct him to a storage closet, basically. Next, you get Disciples of Apocalypse and Paul Ellering versus Legion of Doom 2000. Hawk is wrestling in this. Um... Jim Ross calls the finisher, instead of the Doomsday device, the Devastation device. I don't remember that getting renamed at any point, but apparently it did. Hawk and Animal hit it, but Draws gets the pen. Hawk's not too happy about it. Next, you get Christian with Gangrel versus Takamichi Noku for the light heavyweight title. Ed's in the crowd, Edge is in the crowd watching. Um, Taka goes to hit the driver, but Christian reverses it into a roll-up and wins the light heavyweight title. I do not remember Christian holding that title, so uh, pretty cool to see. Uh, next, you get Val Venus with Terry versus Goldust. Uh, Venus is on comment- was on commentary during Heat, uh, and he got a gift from Goldust. It was a gold athletic cup. Val Venus says, hello, ladies, and before he can do his shtick, Goldust gets on the mic backstage and says, hello, Val, it's showtime. Uh, Terry's on the apron for a distraction, just like the earlier match. Uh, Val almost hits her, but while the ref is distracted with Terry, Goldust hits the dick kick and gets the win. Next, you get Michael Cole backstage. Triple H handed the title over to Shamrock. Uh, the two had words backstage, and Shamrock slammed Triple H's leg in the car door. X-Pac interrupts and says, I don't know what your problem is, pal, cutting a promo on Shamrock. It's always fun when you can hear 
X-Pac say pal. Let's see. So next we get X-Pac with China versus D'Lo for the European title. No Mark Henry at ringside. Uh, after a Bronco Buster, China gets uh, right hand, a right hand in on D'Lo. We get a two count, followed by a ref bump, naturally. Uh, Henry comes to the ring at this point, sneaks up behind China, taps her. D'Lo grabs the title in the confusion, hits a heed shot to X-Pac. Kyoto slow counts, only gets a two. Uh, X-Pac is able to counter the splash into an X-Factor, pretty nice looking spot, uh, and regains the title. Gets a nice little pop. It's funny that, you know, a couple years from now or maybe a year from now, and we're going to be talking about X-Pac heat. Uh, but right now, uh, he's still over with the crowd. We had Cole backstage again. It's rumored that Paul Bearer was seen going into Taker's locker room, and the headbangers interrupt. They cut a promo on the New Age Outlaws and says, you guys are tag champs, but the only thing you're tag teaming is each other. Yeesh. And uh, they did uh, the whole spiel, you're doing the J-O-B on the PPV. So there you go. So naturally, we get next to the New Age Outlaws versus the Headbangers for the tag titles. Big pop for the Outlaws entrance. Uh, Road Dog gets jumped in the middle of his in-ring shtick. And Jim Ross is still putting over the JVC kaboom box. Road Dog gets tired of the heels cheating. He just hits the Headbangers with the boom box. It's a DQ. We, we went go to Cole backstage, but Gunn decides to get on the mic, so they had to switch back to the ring. And then we go to Cole in the back. Uh, he keeps He's bringing up Paul Bearer being in the arena. He's now in Kane's locker room. He was spotted in Takers earlier. And then Mankind walks up with Mr. Sacco. And um, <laughs> Mankind, with one of his best lines ever, uh, Shamrock's interviews are one of the leading causes of teen suicide. Yeesh. Okay. So, uh, yeah, making fun of gay people and teen suicide in one pay-per-view. Gotta love Attitude Error. Next, you get Shamrock versus Mankind for the IC title. Mankind goes for a chair shot, but Shamrock kicks the chair into Mankind's face. Very uh, common spot with Mankind or Mick Foley. Uh, commentary's like, oh, well, there's there's no DQ there. Hmm. And then Shamrock just hits a straight-up heed shot with the chair. No DQ there. Uh, we get an ankle lock. Mankind crawls to the rope. You know, he gets the ankle lock on again. Uh, Mankind starts pulling his hair out, starts punching himself in the face. And then he puts the mandible claw on himself, and he passes out. Uh, this was a good in-ring storytelling, uh, but th- the ending was kind of messed up. Um, Finkel calls it out specifically as win by mandible claw. Shamrock's pissed because he says it was the ankle lock that put him down. Shamrock goes nuts, attacks Mankind, belly belly to the ref. Um, but Mankind's able to come back and hits a mandible claw slash Sacco on Shamrock. Cole's backstage. He wants to talk to McMahon, but he runs into Boss Man, and he says, you're not allowed back here. Everything goes through me. Uh, kicks Cole out and says he'll shove that nightstick right up his ass. So there you go. It was funny because it was kind of a mix of old school Big Boss Man and this new version of, of Big Boss Man. So it was it was interesting to see. Next, you get Mark Henry versus The Rock. Henry is announced with D'Lo, but he's not there. Mark Henry reads another poem for China. Uh, one of the lines was, I loved you long before the implants. So there's your trifecta for Attitude Era stuff. Big pop for The Rock. He hits the people's elbow. D'Lo runs in. Rock sends him back to the floor. But Henry's able to get the advantage, hits a splash, and D'Lo holds Rock's feet during the pin. Henry gets the upset win. So there you go. We get our main event. It's Taker versus Kane with Austin as the guest referee. Austin gives instructions to Taker and Kane and then flips them off. Uh, Taker gets the first pin attempt. Austin raises his hand but doesn't count. Kane immediately gets a pin attempt after that, and Austin fast counts. 
Taker's working the leg, but we get Austin chance throughout the whole thing. Taker gets Irish whipped into Austin in the corner. Austin stumbles out of the corner into a Kane choke slam. Taker lays in the boots. Kane chokes Austin. It's just a beat down. And then Taker focuses his efforts back on Kane. Kane is able to hit a choke slam on Taker. Bearer comes to the ring with a chair. Bearer is telling Kane, I want to hit Taker with this chair. But he hits Kane instead, which is no sold because it's Paul Bearer. Taker hits Kane in the head with the chair, pins Kane. Austin is back up, but he doesn't count. Hits Taker with a stunner, uh, then a headshot. Austin counts three while both men are down on their back, announces himself as the winner of the match, calls Vince out and says, hey, you got a promise to keep, get your ass out here. I'll come find your sorry ass, starts heading to the back. He can't find Vince in the back, so he comes back to the ring. We hear Vince's voice. He asks for the Tron to be lifted. Apparently this Tron was a mobile one because they just lift this fucking screen up and there's like a box encased in plexiglass there. Not completely encased though because we get asshole chance. Uh, Vince tells the crowd, take a picture. You're seeing the last of Austin. Screw you. You're fired. And shit is being thrown at Vince left and right. He ends up powdering. Um, and Austin says, bet your ass, Vince, that you haven't seen the last of Stone Cold. Hit my music one last time. He grabs some beers and drinks them. There you go. That's the end of the pay-per-view. Next, we're going to go to Raw the next day. That would be October 19th. Um, you get like, it's almost like circus music playing. That's the festival music. That's the best way I could... Uh, describe it. There's confetti falling along with balloons. The entire roster has been summoned to the ring. Slaughter, Vince, and the Stooges come out, uh, and he says he has an announcement about the title. There's no champ currently, obviously, after the match. And on uh, Survivor Series, November 15th, 98, I guarantee you, there goes that word again, we will have an undisputed champ. On that night, 16 superstars will compete in a one-night tournament. Professor's probably creaming in his pants right now. More asshole chants. Uh, he talks about firing Austin. Uh, there's a, he brings up a still photo on the Tron of Austin reacting to being fired. Uh, and he says that firing Austin was better than sex. And hopefully all of you in the ring learned the lesson Austin learned last night. And hopefully no one will cross the boss because none of you are as big as Vince McMahon. He mentions he sees a lot of fans wearing uh, Austin shirts and hats. And he says, you know, stuff is selling well, probably because it's a collector's item. And then he says, McMahon 316, I've got the brass to fire your ass. And we see a shot on the Tron of Austin just sitting in his truck with a rifle. I have to say that didn't age too well. Uh, Vince and crew head to their locker room. Vince wants Bossman to get Vince's family to the airport. And we just see Austin polishing his gun wearing camo. So, yeah. Next, you get Shamrock versus X-Pac. We got a shot earlier of DX meeting Motley Crew. Uh, the cops are at ringside. They approach China. They cuff her and take her away. Mankind comes to the ring. He's on the apron. Shamrock pulls him into the ring. Mankind locks on the claw again. Shamrock reverses it into a belly-to-belly. X-Pac hits the X-Factor, gets the win. China's put in the cop car. Um, and then as China's being taken away, we see two plainclothes officers, and they see Austin. They're like, hey, Austin, we just saw you on the Tron with a gun. Actually, two of them. Can you step out of the car? Oh, that's a nice gun. What kind of gun you got there? Oh, cool. Hey, man, can we get your autographs? And, yeah. Uh, Vince is not happy. We go back to the locker room. There's a canine cop in there, and he's like, listen, you need to go arrest him. And the cop says, I didn't come here to endanger my life. Screw you. And he walks off. <laughs> I just love, cop says, I didn't come here to endanger my life. Isn't that what a cop does when they go to work every day? I don't know. Attitude era. 
Next, you get the Headbangers versus LOD with Hawks. So this time it's Animal and Draws Wrestling. Uh, headbangers are in the ring with the the cheap foam titles that used to get for kids, and they mimic the Outlaws spiel. Uh, Hawks cheerleading Draws at one point. Uh, draws gets distracted and rolled up. Draws and Animal aren't happy. We go back to the locker room where Vince and the Stooges are, and... This is weird because you've got a guy that obviously wants to get at Vince. You've already sent your head security guy off to take care of your family. And all three Stooges decide, you know what, Vince, we're going to go get you coffee and we'll just leave you here by yourself. Okay. You hear a knock at the door. Vince rolls over to it and it's Mankind and Sacco, the new head of security. And Uncle Vinny's got a sweet tooth. <laughs> Next we get Taker with Paul Bear to the ring. Taker says there's been a reconciliation. A reconciliation made. Brother Paul has come home to lead my ministry of darkness, foreshadowing. It's the beginning of a new era. We're going to unleash a plague for which WWF has never seen. Stutters a little bit in this promo. It doesn't happen to take her often, but, uh, you know, he powered through it. Bear says he used Cain because he's stupid and weak. And Taker admits to setting that fire that killed his parents and burned Cain. Uh, Cain's music comes out. He has a casket with him. And he has the voice box. And he says, you and I tonight, casket match. So then we go back to the locker room with Mankind and Vince. They're eating snacks, and Mankind tells Vince he should rehire Austin. He's like, we could be our own clique, the four of us. And Vince is like, four? Yeah, Mr. Sacco's the fourth one. And Vince says, listen, I can't do that. There's principalities involved. Uh, they go to a quick break and come back, and Mankind has Twister set up, and Vince gets pissed, tells Mankind to leave, and, I'm, and it looked like he was eating candy corn, so he just starts whipping like candy corn one at a time at Mankind. Next you get Blackman. Uh, Steve Blackman versus Jeff Jarrett. Um, with Deborah McMichael, who just fucking came out of nowhere. Uh, you know, they, they and they didn't even sell it much on commentary. Like, I was like, oh, shit, she's here finally. And they're just like, no, no, no. Deborah doesn't talk, not one word, thank God. Uh, Blue Blazer interferes again. The fans are chanting nuggets, so the gig is up, obviously. Uh, Jarrett grabs the guitar, but Snow sneaks in. But Deborah's able to distract him, and Jarrett hits a heed shot on Snow. We go back to the locker room. We've got Vince McMahon uh, in there by himself. Uh, mankind is left at this point. The phone rings. Uh, he answers it, and it's Austin, obviously. He says, your time's up. You sorry bastard. I'm coming to get you. Come back from break. This time, Vince is on the phone with the limo driver. Says, do you see Austin? No? All right. Back the car up. Leave the engine running. Keep the back door open. When you see me, if you see Austin, you scream. So... Vince is out there. He's within sight of the limo. He starts to get in, and right from the other side of the limo, Austin comes in, and he's got a compound bow with him. Vince tries to run off in the wheelchair. It obviously doesn't move that fast. Austin yells, freeze, which Vince does. He rolls Vince back into the arena, crashing into random shit, you know, hurting that leg further. He rolls Vance, Vince back into the locker room, asks Vince if you've ever been hunting, and Vince says, well, well once. I, I was on safari. I just took pictures. I didn't kill anything. And Austin pulls out, like, the smallest pocket knife pocket knife ever and Vince freaks the fuck out next you get the rock versus D'Lo with Mark Henry rock has new music temporarily it's slightly different uh, I don't ever remember hearing it I wonder how long it lasts uh, but the rock wins Henry runs in it's two on one and Henry hits the splash and the refs have to come in to break it up next you get uh, back to Vince and Austin Austin uh, has the knife and he uses it to get an apple Vince flinches uh, and tells him, you're never going to get away with this. And he goes, hey, I went hunting. I didn't get a deer. I got a jackass. All right, there you go. Oh, I wish Professor was here for this one. 
Tiger Ali is in the ring with Babu. And Babu is, air quotes, grilling hot dogs. There's obviously no coals in this grill, but he keeps turning them. And he's gonna, Tiger Ali is going to give $500 to someone who can swallow Babu's kielbasa whole. And then you get this MILF, they call a MILF, naturally, with a you know massive cleavage. Might have even been a gill from the looks of it. And yeah, that dirty bitch deep throats it and does it again. Godfather interrupts. And Jim Ross goes, well, you know, pimping ain't easy. And Godfather says, once a hoe takes on a pimp, she pays that pimp for the rest of her life. That right there used to be one of my hoes. And as you can tell, she was a good hoe. A brother got to get paid. Uh, Tiger gets pissed. He said he wanted an amateur, not a pro. And Godfather tells him, you know, you could have had the whole night for a whole lot less. Tiger goes after Godfather. Uh, Godfather ends up slamming Babu. We go back to Austin and Vince. Austin uh, fired an arrow to a picture on the wall. Brings up Deliverance. Wants Vince to squeal like a pig. Oink, oink. It fucking hilarious. Uh, Austin references the ankle-breaking scene from Misery. Wonders if it works, and he has a 2 by 4 set up between Vince's feet. Vince starts yelling for help, and Austin puts duct tape on his mouth, tapes him to the chair, says he's got to look for his sledgehammer. Next, you get Mankind versus Val Venus with Terry. Val Venus says, a lot of wrestlers have been to Hollywood. I auditioned for Anaconda, so take a good look at this snake coming at you. A star was on their eyes. Not his best, not his best. Shamrock ends up coming to the ring, hits Mankind in the knee with a chair. Val gets the pinfall. Mankind attacks Shamrock post-match, and they fight off through the crowd. The gold dust music hits. We get a promo from him on the Tron. Venus is not happy, and he's blaming Terry leaves her behind in the ring. We go back to Vincent Austin. He says, I'm going to carry these plans out. You won't feel a damn thing. He puts the TV on for Vince. It's Kane and Taker. If you, you pick a winner, you pick a winner. Vince picks Kane, and he says, you know, well, if Kane wins, we'll do things the easy way. Any other outcome, though, we're going to do this the hard way, the Austin way. So we get Kane versus Taker. It's the casket match. Uh, they both end up in the casket with the lid shut, and um, it just starts shaking, getting busted apart. They bust it apart from the inside. Um, and even commentary is like, well, how are you going to have a winner? The casket's busted up. Kane chases Paul Bearer up the ramp. Taker hits Kane with the chair. Uh, and Taker and Bear just head to the back. So Vince lost the bet. Austin has something he has to do. Vince has to come with. Wheels him to the ring. Vince is on his knees. Austin has a production truck replay Vince's celebration promo from earlier in the night uh, and says, you know, I want you to look at the Tron. I want you to look at the Tron. And they have a video feed of Vince's face at the moment live. Austin pulls out the gun. And if you know, you know. It's the toy gun. It comes out with the little flag. It says, bang, 316. Vince pisses himself. Austin hits a stunner, hits a stunner again, and there you go. There's your Raw. One of the more famous uh, Austin McMahon segments. I mean, I think at this point we're getting them pretty much weekly. And now the joy of Nitro. It's going to be just like the last few weeks. The first hour is a shit show. And this is the go-home show for Halloween Havoc, mind you. Uh, we're in Flair's hometown in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, we get a recap of Bischoff's tirade last week. We open up with Saturn versus Kenny Chaos of High Voltage. Saturn wins. We get a Scott Steiner vignette. We get a recap of Chucky being on Nitro last week. We get another Goldberg DDP hype package. And then we get LaParca, I'm sorry, the LWO minus Eddie versus LaParca, Chavo, Ciclope, and Lismark Jr. LWO wins. Eddie comes to the ring. Chavo's all excited. He's talking to Pepe, thinking he's going to get a shirt. But LaParca gets the shirt, does his dance, and Chavo bounces. And we get a Bret Hart video. 
And we get Canyon versus Scott Putzke. Uh, Canyon preps the crowd on his catchphrase, who's better than Canyon? Nobody does it. And he goes, people just don't get it. Play Obi-Wan Jabroni's music so I can get another win. And he does. And we end our one with a Hogan Warrior hype package. So there you go. Uh, let's see, hour two, Scott Steiner comes out, cuts a promo on all the freaks out there, promo on Buff, and then Rick Steiner comes out, lots of loud noises, uh, Scott powders, Rick says he wants a match right now, and, uh, yeah, pretty much the match just starts, uh, there was no bell from what I remember, but they just call it, um, Scott gets a chair, hits Rick in the ass, aka the back of the knees, as commentary sold it. Buff comes in, grabs the chair, swings at Scott, who ducks and powders. Uh, the one thing, I did see a sign there, and I did, I did put it in, you know, our list. Um, it says, NWO is for mags. And, and you know how we do, because unfortunately at this time period, there seems to be a lot of signs out there with that word on there. Um, but, I mean, I guess this person was somewhat progressive because Mags was in rainbow colors. So, there's that, I guess. Right? Anyway, next you get Fit Finley versus Bulldog. Commentary mentions Horace being Hogan's nephew. They just brought that out out of nowhere. Alex Wright interferes, takes out Bulldog after a ref bump. Finley hits the tombstone, gets the win, and then Finley takes out Wright. Uh, it's basically they're 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 poorly poorly se- selling this as international warfare because you got Ireland versus Britain versus Germany. Next, you get Gene on the ramp with Jericho and Ralphus talking about beating Greenberg three times. He broke the street, but no acknowledgement from WCW. And he calls Goldberg out again. Gene keeps telling him, "I don't know, he's at a UNICEF function." So DDP comes in instead and calls him Jericho. Tells him to get that fat old man out of his face. You didn't beat Goldberg. You ain't never beat me, so let's have a match tonight. And we see Scott Hall at the arena bar in full gear. Getting shit-faced. And you get Tokyo Magnum versus Wrath. Wrath wins. Next up, you get Das Douchebags versus Super Kolo and Silver King. The Horsemen show up. It's uh, Arn Anderson, Benoit Malenko. Bischoff comes out to commentary. The Horsemen take Kolo in King's place. Bischoff says four people are working for free, make it five, uh, and the horsemen win. So there you go. We go back to Scott Hall, and the bar he's kicking it to the ladies. And then next you get Jericho versus DDP. Goldberg ends up showing up, spears Jericho, DDP hits a cutter, and it ends up being a pull-apart between DDP and Goldberg. Next you get Rey Mysterio versus Kidman for the Cruiserweight title. Ends up being a time limit draw, solid match. We'll see where this goes. I'll probably drag this out for a bit, but again, these two together in the ring is, is something to watch, even if you're tired of the cruiserweight matches. Jean's in the ring with the mayor of Minneapolis. Naturally, the mayor gets a lot of booze. She has a proclamation. She has two guests in attendance, Kirby Puckett and John Randall. They both come to the ring. Calls out Ric Flair next. Uh, wants to recognize Ric Flair and call this Ric Flair Day in Minneapolis. Uh, Bischoff goes to the ring. Someone throws a beer or pop or water or something at Bischoff on the way to the ring. Fucking doused him. They cut away so you couldn't see Bischoff's reaction. Um, And Bischoff says, I don't need some mayor with three names coming out here and screwing up my show. This is not supposed to happen. And then the mayor gets right in Bischoff's face and fucking (laughs) runs his ass down. Randall and Puckett get in Bischoff's face. And then the officer gets in Bischoff's face and says, you put a finger on anyone, you're going to jail. You're from around here, so you know what our jails are like. And matter of fact, you have unpaid warrants. Bischoff says he took care of them already. Cop says you got 20 minutes to leave the arena. So Bischoff heads to the back of the arena where his car is being towed. There you go. They're really playing off this. They're really just trying to do the whole Vince McMahon thing. 
Scott Hall, Scott Norton, Stevie Ray versus Luger, Conan, and Nash. Hall is lagging behind, obviously hammered, drink in hand. Uh, Norton, inconspicuously, is wearing the New J- the IWGP heavyweight title. Um, you know, Tanae does mention it at one point, but I love that. It's just, it's just kind of like a secondary note. Yeah, he's only like one of a handful of Americans ever hold that title. Um, yeah, Norton and Stevie not too happy with Hall. Uh, but when the uh, Wolfpack comes out, Nash isn't with them, so they go to the back, and it looks like he's shit-faced too. He's wearing the old black-and-white Outsiders T-shirt. Before he comes out, he says he probably should go to the bathroom. He eventually comes out, and uh, Hall and Nash end up into the ring, both drunk, both with full cups. They toast, and then Nash turns his cup over. It's empty. He was playing possum. Hits the big boot. Ref calls the match for some reason, and NWO black-and-white just take Hall to the back. And don't worry, if you missed the Warrior Hogan video package from earlier in the night, well, they played again here, so you get to see it. Uh, we get a buffer in the ring. Hogan comes out and kicks him out, cuts a promo on Warrior, and then Horace comes to the ring, says, I'm Horace. Hogan tells him, um, Hollywood tells him, you know, shoot with this thing. Tell me what your real name is. I'm Horace Hogan. Hollywood calls NWO to the ring. He wants witnesses. Says, you know, the Warrior's talking about sacrifice. Well, I'm going to give him one. And they just jump Horace, whip him with the weight belt. Warrior comes out with a bat. He takes out the NWO Hogan powders, but the Giant's able to come back and hit a choke slam on Warrior. They put Warrior down, and Hogan spray paints NWO on his chest. You get Bret Hart to the ring. Hart says what Hogan just did inspired me. He wants to say hi to his one fan, Smokey, his cat. Uh, okay. He says he doesn't want to wait for Sunday. He wants Sting now. Sting comes to the ring. The match begins. Sting gets on the death lock. Hart immediately grabs the rope. Sting doesn't release the hold. It's a DQ. The rest come out to break it up. Stevie Ray and Vincent come out, uh, and Sting's able to fight back and chase NWO to the back. And good night, folks. Not much else to say about that. Nitro is about as good as it's been lately in this time period, and it's only going to get worse. But... On the flip side, Raw these days, actually starting to look up. So let's talk about it on our top topic. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for... Ranking order and final decisions are a completely bias-based order, based off The Professor and ODM made it. And as always, they like to let you know they have not worked in the business, but have been lifelong invested fans much like you, our listeners. With not only their opinions involved, but with countless amount of hours of research done each week, they make sure to provide proper facts and history to back it up. However, they do know that your opinion may vary from theirs. If there is anything you want to chat about, bring to their attention. If there is something they missed or forgot, or you just want to let them know they are out of their freaking minds, feel free to shoot them a message on Facebook or Twitter, or email them 
email them at thetopofwrestling at gmail.com. As always, they do appreciate all feedback and continued support. At the end of the day, they want to make sure that you do see the best of the best before you die. And now, this week's top topic. Oh, shit, there's mommy! Yeah, the microphone's over there. Uh, here we go with the fucking microphones. It's just fine. <laughs> well, he, it's gotta be able to, you gotta be able to hear it. Lead it up more. What's that? Lead it up more. No, I'm good. I'm good. No, 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 TV's fine. Oh, there's your girl. Mommy. She looks worse than last week. <sighs> I did see a photo of her recently, actually, with all the shit on her bad. face. Yeah. And she's actually smoke show. Mm-hmm. But... Risk getting your fucking ass kicked, though. I want to see a fan come out of the fucking stands and grab that and hit him with it. Bro, so, again, we're watching the old <laughs> shit, right? And that happened a lot back then. And here's the thing. The wrestlers, like, would beat the shit out of them, but the refs were worse. The refs <laughs> would beat the ever. There was a couple times that Macho Man got a hold of a fan and just destroyed them. There was one where they were in a cage. It was Hogan versus Sting, maybe, when he did the crow Stinger. face paint. Yeah. A fan climbed the cage and went into the ring Look he the got size the size of her fucking arms yeah she's massive dominic is like the biggest heel in wrestling right now told my hurry <laughs> tom ishii just start there tom ishii no, i don't want to <laughs> i might have to call off of work tomorrow so i can edit this fucking thing <laughs> Well, if we didn't have to watch that shitty fucking Bills game last night, I thought it'd be over at halftime. I mean, yeah. fucking go to bed. Right? No. No. Got you a dollar. <laughs> well, you we almost had it. <laughs> <laughs> so who's going to make the save, Cody? Owens went to SmackDown, so it shouldn't be Owens. No shit. Oh, it's Jay. Yeah. So I would think that Cody's going to come out next now. Is he looking for a blowjob there, or what was he doing with his hands? I think he was I saying what he does. wants to do with mommy's ass. Well, I don't blame him on that. I ain't mad at it. Can I just tell you, I love how you just randomly got up and took a piss in the middle of the podcast. You're like, I got a piss, bro. Dude, it was, dude, it was a rager. I had to go. What do you want me to ask for permission on the fucking air? No. Actually, you know what? That probably would have been funnier. <laughs> Noted for next time if you have me again. Uh, why, why are you raising your hand? Can I pee? <laughs> I have to go just potty. Just go. I'll have a fucking potty pass for you. <laughs> A pod pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in my defense, I knew actually was you were talking about raw, so I was listening, and I kind of when I sat down, I was kind of got back into it. Oh yeah, no, you were fine, man. You were impressive. It sounded like real commercials. So uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> no, it was good. Well, and that's the other thing. I'm not used to leading this fucking thing. I usually just sit there getting high, what, Mark, waiting yeah. for him to turn it over to me. I must ask you to cease and desist from pissing during the podcast. <laughs> I seen this already. Why are you showing me again, man? Why did it take him all this time to fucking make Nakamura look like a really good heel? 
Yeah. I guarantee you, with 60 to 120 seconds in, it will fucking go to commercial. If he doesn't get jumped by Nakamura or somebody else two seconds in. If he doesn't get jumped by Tamari so, Ashuki. <laughs> you keep saying Ashuki. I don't know why. Well, I, you said something about E, and that's what I'm focusing on. E, she, E. I got mixed feelings about this guy. You like Ricochet, don't you? Eh. He's, he's one of those high flyers. He does impressive shit. He's done a couple times. He does this thing where he's in the ring, and he runs and does, like, a flip and lands on his feet on the floor. But no one knows what it's called. It's just, just a, a thing. It's just a flip. Yeah, it's just more of a thing. It's just, like you know. what he just did right there? It's not a move. Yeah. Yeah, it's just more of, like, a spectacle. Oh, like it. it looks weak. He had a match against, was it Zack Sabre Jr.? like he should be on Dancing with the Stars and not in fucking wrestling. Probably, yeah. Or fucking Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> Always facing Nakamura tonight. Okay. Tamari Porkashuku. Porkashuku. <laughs> is, that, is that the number three at the Chen Garden? I just can't stop <laughs> saying it. My bad. I don't care. Maybe you'll actually get it right at one point, and we'll have it recorded. Chances are probably not, but you never know. All signs point to no. In case anyone's wondering, we're on a commercial break like he fucking called it. Not even 30 seconds in. Trash. Trash. All garbage. <laughs> Why are we watching this? <laughs> Terrible. Hate it. Could be watching the Cowboys game. Said no one ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So see, the fuck you smoking? I haven't even well, fucking lit this do thing yet. Players in fantasy playing. Yeah, no, fair enough. That's why you can but check nah, your phone. This is more fun. <laughs> Whoa! What the fuck, Mister Heater? You okay? I've never seen Mister Heater do that. Uh, yeah. No, I think it, unless. Okay, just the last gasp right there. <laughs> Fuck, oh, fucking death nice. rattle. Jesus. Fire. <laughs> you probably heard it on there. <laughs> we pause for propane tank identification. So Ricochet's been standing in the ring with his music playing for five minutes. Commercials later. Yeah. Wow. Oh no, they already did a commercial and a backstage segment with Ricochet just standing out there. Now, I, I still say they're going to go to commercial a minute or two into the match. And I'm going to time it from when the fucking bell rings, too. I say I do like this new heel uh, persona from Nakamura. Tamari yeah, close enough. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not even going to try to tell you this one. <laughs> Seems easy to me. Shinsuke Nakamura. Horsuke Nakamura. <laughs> it's actually pretty close. <laughs> like the robe. Yeah, pretty tight. Backstage they go. Into Gorilla. I think they're going to Tom Walls to get a burger. Jesus. See, Cirque du Soleil. Hey, make a great acrobat. I mean, it's cool, but not in wrestling. I just don't like it in wrestling. For yeah, that's what I'm talking Listen, there's nothing wrong so with a high... twisties and turnies. It's not even cool. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a cool flip here or there if it means something, but when it happens every match, it doesn't mean shit. No wonder he gets his ass kicked every match. How are you going to sell this guy? As a cruiserweight. 
Oh, here we go, the slap shit. Why don't they go fucking side-by-side side like NASCAR and shit does these days? At least you can get it in the fucking corner while they're still going. Oh, well, AEW does that. That's right, yeah. they do. I yeah. forgot about yeah. that. Do you really want to see this match anyway? No, but I don't <laughs> want to fucking see this commercial either. That's a good point. ShipStation. You're not interested in ShipStation? Not a sponsor? Yeah, two months free. Of course it is. It's a false Point count anyway match. Of course. And he's going to do a flip off the fucking thing. Oh, it's a splash. Dude, if he goes tumbling down the stairs. Yeah, no, stand there and catch him. I mean, this is pretty risky. I'll give him that. Like, he could seriously get fucking hurt. I mean... It's a cool spot, but. Shinstu Makanura. Shinstu Makanura. <laughs> yes. I like it. I thought it was cool. It was, yeah. a, little, it was a little weak at the ending, but you, yeah, I like it, though. My biggest problem is they were all standing there for like 30 I know. seconds. I know. Waiting to catch him. But it was cool, though. Yeah. But seriously, even that staged or whatever like that, that's, dude, that's, you fucking ring your fucking face off that railing. You're we're cutting or a break. Or just somebody else's head. We're cutting a break. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've done it. Special Fox News report. Popcorn. Yeah. He got him with popcorn. Yeah, I cool. love it. Popcorn to the eyes. <laughs> Did you hear oh my that? god, he's blinded him. Popcorn to the eyes. Oh, that was good. I like it. Oh, someone's swearing they had to flip yep. it. Yep. Yep. It was probably hard to shoot you to They do asshole chance they they cut the feed. Yeah, they don't fuck around anymore. Except on AEW where they say fuck every week. I mean Wow, he's actually really good with those. Jesus. They better be fucking rubber. They are. You can tell. It's still gonna hurt. Wait, he pulled him out from underneath the fucking stage? Yeah, because obviously when they're <laughs> setting up the ring, that's where they have to put the nunchucks. I, yeah, I just no, never seen No, no, I mean, that's just dumb, right? I've no, never seen it from underneath no, the stage. No, they just started doing it with Nakamura. I mean, it's cool. I don't know if you can tell, but he's Japanese. He's gonna get fucking blindsided here. What are you... Told you. Called it. He's going to go to the top rope. Yep. And you'll just, yep. Give him a few punches so he can actually sell and not just lay there. Hurry up. In the drop zone. Ha ha. There you go. That's the GTS. Ooh, yeah, I like that him. move. I like that move. That's CM Punk's move. I, I, yeah, I like it. I like it. Now he's showing his titties. Yeah, he is showing his tits. Why <laughs> is he showing his tits? I mean, he's always been a little flamboyant, but... Yeah, I like his finisher. It's the Kinshasa. The Mufasa? Wait, so his finishing move's called the Mufasa? Kinshasa. Mufasa? Close enough. Mufasa, Mufasa. Nope. Fucking numchuck his ass. Well, so, I know. Why'd you put him aside? Why didn't you just keep using them? 
Well, that looked like it hurt. And let's not forget the tables on the other side of the ring. They still got to use that. So, or is it on that side? I don't know. It's somewhere, but it's still there. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Show you my titties. See, this is what I don't like. Why are you going to set up for your finisher after he just went through a table? You're waiting for him to get up? Hit it. Yup. He fucking clocked him with that one. All right, folks. Yeah. Shamari Hakaturi won it. Jesus. Shin Ramen. <laughs> you know who we're talking about. Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't know why he's showing his titties, though. That was a little weird. Yeah, it is weird. I don't know. This is a new thing. That and the nunchucks. I don't know. Who does he think he is? Buffalo Bill? <laughs> Puts the lotion on its skin. Yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura. Close. That's about Skin C Nakamura. She, she, Nakamura. <laughs> well, here's your girl. I ain't seen her in a minute, too. What's, I, listen, I, she's dressing like a schoolgirl now. Wait, too. Holy shit. Who was she shacked up with, too, man, back in the day? Oh, I have no fucking idea. Oh, uh, Tyson Kidd? Oh, dude, she lost weight. She's even fucking hotter than she was before. Holy shit, she's old as fuck, but... And, oh, yeah. I know you're not on uh, Instagram, but uh, her and her sister do, like, an Instagram page. Might want to check that out. Dude, she's fucking... Wow, she's smoking more smoking than I fucking remember. I think I've seen her recently, just haven't paid attention. Well, you're paying attention I now. I gotta fucking fight a bull dyke. <laughs> not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that. Hilda. <laughs> it's not the mind feet. I just washed them. Is it stealing if you want it more than any other person does? Rocket. Rocket. Is it stealing if you rip someone's spine out? Batista. What's up <laughs> with him? He's not wrestling. No more. No, you ever going to wrestle again? No, he came back and did a match. Yeah, no, yeah. He's done with Guardians. And Marvel, he, uh, yeah, no, he had a match at WrestleMania a few years ago. Would you see a comeback with Batista? No. No? No, they no, already no. did Final it. Final answer? Yeah. Yeah, they already did his big comeback for WrestleMania, and that was, I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, shit, at this rate, if the, if the writer's strike keeps up, yeah, he might. That's why, it's the only reason Cena's here, because there's a writer's yeah, strike, so. Fact, I wanted to yeah. bring that up earlier. What, what is, why is, well, he's selling garbage bags and fucking credit. Monitor and he got me on the monitor credit. I'm not gonna lie, I fucking monitor my credit through experience. It's fucking great. It matches with the credit cards. I know this is a wrestling show. Not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. Just a, a company that I use. But anyways, then there's Hefty. He sponsors Hefty. Yep. Not, the, the one not with a the sponsor. Cow. The one with the yeah, not a sponsor. The one with the cow. There's a cow there for some reason. He's fighting with the guy through the. Yeah, I, well, there's that one. I, you know, I don't fucking know. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not saying they wouldn't ride a cow for the amount of money he got paid for those commercials. I mean, but shit. But what the fuck is he doing back here? What, what... There's a writer strike. Yeah, so he can't do any movies or anything. 
You know, it's all funny. I know the Bella chick was all whacked and shit, but... I don't know if you ever watched that show that was a to- when it first came out. There's Total, Total Divas, Bellas. Total Bellas, Bellas and the, Total the, the Divas. The original show. Total Divas. April used to watch with me yeah. a little bit. Behind the scenes, John Cena is not the person that most people think he is. I don't know how yeah. much you watch that fucking show. I, I mean, I've seen some of it. There was the... He's the, a troubled fucking human being. Yeah. Like... OCD. She would, he would have... Yeah, like, it was formal dinner Saturday nights. Everyone had to fucking dress up. He fucking snapped when they brought a little dog, and, like, he was very strict with her family and shit. Like, it was weird. Like, I mean, I don't fault him. I mean, the rumor was he didn't want to have kids, and that never changed. I think she thought she could change it. I honestly think, I don't there might be more to it, but I think that's why they fucking split, because he's he simply said no the whole time, and then took... Right. Sounds like somebody we know. Bella was thinking about her boobs instead of using her fucking brain, was like, no, he's for real. Yeah. He didn't want kids. Well, she made out. I mean, she found a guy to knock her up, and, you know. The, the other, other one, though, she was totally yeah. uh, one Bree. of her favorite wrestlers of all fucking time. Yeah. Fucking love him. Daniel Bryan. So, uh, Bryan Danielson. See, I, I, WWE ruined See, me with that. See, Di- Dan Bryan. I, I don't even <laughs> think I said that. I don't even think I said that. Daviel Bryan? Yes, Daviel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best wrestlers in the world. You heard it here first. <laughs> Who the hell is Daviel? Daviel? <laughs> Daviel? I mean, they were smoke shows when they wrestled. I loved watching them. Fuck. But yeah, they... If you actually... What, April, why April's normally not into reality TV, but the fact that she, the one that was with... I can't... Was it Nikki that was with Cena? I believe Nikki was yeah. Bree is with uh, yeah. Nikki's an idiot. Brian, yeah. like Bree has a brain, but Nikki's a moron. Right, it, it definitely comes across <laughs> that way. Yes, yes. Bree did not get a boob job either before kids. I don't know if she did afterwards, but she had her original boobs. Yeah, no, they both definitely had them. Yeah, there's pictures of them uh, before they joined WWE, like modeling and stuff. And yeah, they definitely had some work done. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're not under contract with WWE anymore, and they changed their last names to who's, Garcia. Uh, who's the chick that was married? She was on the fucking show, too. The Black Smoke Show Black Chick. That's married, uh... Oh, what's his puss? Married to one of the big... I think one of the WWF guys. She was gorgeous. Oh, my God, too. From back in the day or recently? Oh, no, well, I mean, within the last... Talking about the Bella show, she was on it. And she's, you know the rest, right? Probably, her name. Tr- uh, her name was Naomi. Trini- Trinity. It's either Trinity or Naomi. Yeah. Well, Trinity's her real name. Naomi was her and wrestling she's name. Married, uh, no, fuck. she's married uh, to Jimmy Uso. No. Yeah. No, she is. For real? Yeah. All right, then I think it's someone different. Anyways, she was smoke show, too. Yikes, that looked odd. This does not, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a good looking match right now. I mean, it is nice to see Natalia. Very much. Damn. You about to pay. Another thing I'm not crazy about. Somebody runs in like that. What do they do? Do they stop on the way and say, guys, can you hit my music? I'm going to run out there real quick. You know what I mean? It's a valid point. They probably got sensors that go off. Don't. Like, uh, like, oh, yeah. no, no. They have a whole production truck. They, no. No, I know, but I'm saying it's probably like with these new garage door opener fucking things. <laughs> you roll through the things, you're fucking. Right. 
something like that. That's so dumb. Mommy's always on top. <laughs> Maybe that's an episode name. All right, we'll try and keep this one clean. So, so <laughs> no. you can keep, keep no. it No, because this is, this is Mommy. Oh, wait, no, it's not the later, is it? Seth freaking Rollins. I can't remember if I like this guy or not. No, you don't. They probably will go to commercial so the fans can chant with them for fucking the next three minutes. Yep. Nailed it. Let's go out to the kitchen. <laughs> Let's go out to the kitchen. Let's go out to the kitchen. And get ourselves a snack. <laughs> Just the cherry on top. God damn, there's still two hours left of this show. <clears throat> it ain't worth doing if you don't do it right. Might just throw a game of darts here. <laughs> well, we can do that. Mike's over by the board. See, they're still chanting. I fucking told you. They're still fucking chanting. So we're currently throwing a game of darts because, uh, what's his name? Seth freaking Rollins is just blah, blah, fucking blah. Yeah. Promo on Drew. I'd say next slide, but the show's live. So yeah. <laughs> we have, unfortunately, no say in this. <clears throat> For the record, Joe started off with garbage cans. My business. Stay the fuck about my business. Huh? Someone found his bick and darts here. Yep. Found a little light. Oh, I found a way out. It isn't pretty, but it'll, it'll do. do. Cock. Why does Seth Rollins dress like a harem girl? Why don't we go all fucking British or whatever? Can I file a complaint? I don't think anybody's going to read it. What's his name? Jim Ross. He'd be rolling over in his fucking grave right now. Jim Ross still announces on AEW. Does he really? He's still alive? I thought he passed. My bad. My bad. Seriously. This guy here is dead. <laughs> well then. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't get a rump out of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I still had good darts. <laughs> so Joe didn't pull his fucking darts and his dartboard, and I just threw mine, and actually, I hit my marks. Fucking morons. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. Should have been recording. Good thing we are. It's the commercial where the guy shaves his chest to go polar bearing again. Oh, no. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> they still haven't even started this fucking match. <laughs> it just echoes. Oh, my favorite ever. Why don't they do the fucking side by side? You like Ferrara Roche? Who? Huh? 
That's not a wrestler's <laughs> name. That's not a wrestler's name. I meant the candy. No. <laughs> When's the last time you see me eat fucking chocolate? I don't. That's true. Yeah. I don't eat chocolate. No. So I don't like Faraja Huachui. <laughs> hoochie hoochie, man. Next slide. <laughs> we can't next slide. It's live and it's fucking. Yeah, but when I'm editing, it can. Well, be this next better slide. be good. It's a baby, so this can't possibly be a bad commercial. Oh my god, they're teaching babies how to be DJs. That's the last thing we fucking need. Well, might make them on a work. And babies are having a rave. <laughs> it actually did. It took a minute. Ago. Talking dog's going to be in the corner drinking a cocktail. The baby was going like this, like you're scratching the records and shit. Yep. <laughs> I ain't been schooled like that in a fucking minute. Good for you. Seriously. Maybe it's. Maybe it's that falling Maybe it's thing. the fucking podcast. <laughs> Maybe it is the podcast. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, for the record, I just kicked Mike's ass two times in a row. Fucking put Mike on a mic. It's holy fuck. I want to be like Mike. <laughs> this should be a good match, honestly. You know what? I'm actually going to sit down here and talk about this match because this should be good. Shane Baszler versus Rhea Ripley. I'm just going to break this microphone off the table. Yeah, you, you're just moving around. You just say bingo. That's a bingo. What's this other bitch doing? Trying to look like a superhero? Or a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be a Ninja Turtle. I was going to say, it looks like something out of Flash Gordon. It's Michelangelo colors for sure. Oh, definitely. I know there's red in there. It might be Raphael. Can we all agree that Donatello's the lamest Ninja Turtle? Well, I don't know who you were talking to, but I would agree that he's probably the weakest. Who? Donatello. You said Donatello. Yeah. Yeah. He's the weakest. No, I would agree. He sucks, yeah. But it's kind of like, if you look at like Jumanji, the new Jumanji movies, he's the one that's analyzing the shit. Everyone else is fighting. He's like, this here is a fucking rat. Oh, wait, that's Splinter. This here is a... They're attacking us. Their strengths are... They eat you alive, spit you out. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So yeah. never thought of it that way. Their their actual speed and velocity is this and that, and everyone else is running. And he's still sitting there fucking talking. Hit points are ninety three. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, armbar. No, she's not. I, yeah, I felt like it was, but they didn't put it on the... Well, I didn't see the Chiron, so... Well, if it ain't a title match... Oh, God, be. deadlift, powerbomb, there you go. Nah, this can't be a title match. They're not going to put the title on Baszler. There's no way. If any... Well, who that? It's Nia Jax. Remember the one last week? Oh, shit, yeah. It's The Rock's niece or cousin. She's a big bitch. Oh, wait. And there's Raquel. Raquel. 
Yeah, they changed her name. It used to be Raquel Gonzalez. Now it's Raquel Rodriguez, or vice yeah, versa. We talked about this last I don't week. know. I wasn't listening. Yeah, I, that, that's you part of the course. Me all about, I just fucking checked out. Who the fuck is this bitch? Oh, it's that Zoe Stark. Jesus, her arms are bigger than fucking Rhea's. Right. She wears underwear with the dick hole. <laughs> I like brunettes. So does she. I like. It's fine. Wait. Yeah, people are interfering, oh, and they so, call it a DQ. Right, yeah, right. no big fucking surprise. Oh, come on, though. But now they added a fifth person to the mix, so now is it going to be a five way for the title? No, you know what they'll do? They'll do a four-person eliminator to see who faces Rhea for the title. That's what they're going to do. And it'll probably be Nia Jackson. They'll probably fucking put the title on her. You heard it here first, folks. I think you might have that. I don't want to be right, but... Loving the Lord is wrong. <laughs> and I don't want to be right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Nia Jackson was even like, why'd you kick me in my ass? <laughs> That's exactly what she's saying. Bet you could kick me in my titty. Well, that was a fucking disappointment. Yeah, I kind of figured it was going to be something like that. that. I mean... It furthers the plot. I get it. I get it. Yeah, it is what it is. There's Ginger Bush. Firebush. Firebush. <laughs> Pasty bitch. She's Pasty high, bitch. Pasty looked, ass bitch. Uh, she, did look good, she did look good in that picture you showed me. Off the air. We're not on the air. <laughs> oh, there's Jade Car oh Jada Parker, Jade Cargill. I don't know what they're calling her. She just came from AEW. Hmm. And she has white hair. Yeah, she's gonna be the next big thing. I actually called she was gonna beat Becky Lynch for the NXT title, and they just set that up right there. Oh, there's your boy. He ain't Nagashaki Hurishui. Now you're combining two wrestlers' names. What do you mean? Nagasaki? That's Nakamura. Oh. Well, it was close. Close, but you're way that's off. Right, I do like this, dude. I forgot. Because I hate the other... Dude, team. I think Bronson might actually take the title from Gunther. I could see it. I think Bronson... Is this a title match? I think so. Yeah. On Raw? Man, I don't know about it. Nah, man, I called some shit. Every once in a while? This is a championship route? Well, shit. Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean... Well, you know who I want to win. Yeah. You know. Jesus. Yeah. That's... That's, that's, fucking lungs on her. that's Ricochet's fiancé, wife, girlfriend, something. can dress her up in the gym suit and keep her chained up in a box. No. <laughs> Not like that at all. Let's go Mormon. 
<laughs> just I'm just I'm Mormon all of a sudden, man. I don't know how to explain it, man. Just woke up one day, I was like, "You want to? You want? Is it cool if I have a second wife? I'm gonna get a second wife. Okay, cool. We're Mormon now. We have five or six of them." You know what? I'm going to call it. This motherfucker's going to lose tonight. I got a feeling this fucker's going to lose tonight. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I always make a fucking bold call. You know, like Bills versus fucking whoever, you know, that the, the, the commentators do before games. Right. This dude's going to lose that belt tonight. I mean, Someone's losing a fucking belt. I felt like it's if either it... either this match or the fucking next, I'm calling it this match. Bronson. I would think... Yeah, I thought it was going to be at the... Um pay-per-view i didn't realize it was going to be on raw so yeah and yeah, gunther's going to retain starting to piss the big man off about to get some campbell's chunky <laughs> <laughs> can i get potato and bacon yeah <clears throat> man i'd fucking take minestrone any day but yeah. really i like the uh, the uh Cheesy potato bacon. That and one's egg. good. Yeah, that's good. That's one you know of my favorites. The is, oh, the fucking can they all taste like can. Mm. They do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. You get homemade, it's just can. Hundred <coughs> percent. It was in the beer world. It was the green tinny, the tinny flavor. Tinny too. flavors, yeah, man. But fuck it, I still eat it. I'll, yeah, I like the chicken sausage gumbo. That's a good one too. It's got the rice in it. That's a good one. Gumbo. Gumbo. What the fuck does gumbo mean, anyways? That's a type of dish I don't, or bowl i don't know so you, you eat gumbo but you don't even know what the fuck it means it's what the dish is called no i don't know the fucking historical <laughs> origins of gumbo would you like gumbo i do <laughs> fair a little shrimp etouffee i don't know what the fuck that is i'll be honest with that i couldn't tell you what the fuck it is i can tell you what's in gumbo I can tell you what's not in gumbo because I don't even know what the fuck's in gumbo. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Rice, sausage, chicken. I think there's like pigeon peas in there. Pigeon peas? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a spicier. You're, you're, that's right, you're chick not Puerto Rican. Peas? No, it's not a chickpea. It's completely different. No, what? Pigeon peas? <laughs> Such a captivating match. I mean, no, <laughs> it's not really to this point. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Damn, that's it. All right, yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, that was a good match. Yeah, it was. It was solid. It wasn't anything to write home about. I give it a three out of five. <laughs> I give it about a fucking two. No, <laughs> no it was a good match. Just. Oh, I forgot about this douchebag. He's good, though. Nah. He is good. I don't like him. He looks like Brian Seacrest on steroids. Yeah. Steroids that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> Are we wrong, people? I don't think so. He's good on the stick. He's a pretty good wrestler. You know he was on the real world? Well, that makes me hate him even more. Exactly. Told you. Five way. Where the fuck he come from? <laughs> what? 
Why is it Kansas out? What is going on? I think I'm in a fever dream. What the fuck is happening right now? Jinder Mahal shows up. Fucking this dumb broad is fucking teaching Pilates to Otis, Gable, and Akira Tozawa. <sighs> Why isn't she doing that? Akira Tozawa is in the background with pink two and a half pound weights in each hand. <laughs> well. That was fucking weird. That was something. <laughs> that was a thing that happened. Uh, what, yeah, so we're in... Ah, uh, no. I'm just going to go out and say it is 1028. This is July. Disregard 1025 to like 1030. Don't even bother watching it. It was fucking weird. <laughs> really? Whoa! <laughs> There's your fucking harump for two hours ago. Oh no. It's your fucking move. Yep. You know what that feels like. I told that story on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I did it on the flipping fuck, so. It still wasn't comfortable. <laughs> you were probably in your 150th lap. <laughs> 200 laps, come on, man. Do the city course, it's two laps. It's still long, but it's two laps. Oh, dick kick city. <laughs> That's not my own. I took that from another. Shout out, Brian Zane. Oh, shit. Oh, it's Jimmy. No way. Did you actually call this? Holy shit. Did you actually call this? There is no way. It's the coup de gras. No. So excited, he knocked the mic cover over. Mike Weaser called it. You got new tag champs. Look at everyone's. Damn. That's. I'm not bringing or anything, but that's like. The Sun shines on your mouth, crabs, every once in a while. The first one. What was the first match I called? Remember, I'm like fucking. Was it? It was a woman's tag. It was a woman. Like, was it the women's tag titles? Yeah. Like, oh shit. I know you can read my thoughts, boy. Meow, 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 meow. And that is what it's like watching wrestling with Wheezy. I've seen enough. And that was Monday Night Raw, October 16th, 2023. Did it suck? Was it good? I don't know. That's the beauty of editing. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Professor, safe travels. Hope you made it okay. We missed you. Can't wait to have you back next week. Wheezy, thank you for hosting the podcast. Thank you guys and for, for being, having me. And for being on the show. I myself. 
<laughs> and Never they're still doing it again. <laughs> you know, get the hell out of my house. Thank you, seriously, guys. Mark, appreciate it. Enjoyed. Would have been a lot cooler with you, but hey, maybe one day we'll just have to do a fucking remote from here, and fucking we'll just yeah. do it with him. Who knows well, what the I future really holds? And this shit show anytime, anytime. And thank you for letting us do it here, so we can smoke and have beer and <laughs> bathrooms accessible during the podcast. And the TV. And the TV. My name is ODM, not the professor. I bid you a farewell. And as always, with it being season five, Wheezy's got five words for you. Why's it got to be five? Nobody does it in five. Nobody. Seven's the number. Seven's the number. (laughs) Everybody knows this. The Top of Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by The Top of Wrestling Podcast. Your hosts are the Professor Mark Fantasia and ODM, the Doc, Joe Rizzo. Feel free to reach out to the show by email at thetopofwrestling at gmail.com on their Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. You can listen to the show on most popular platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, and YouTube. Without your continued support, it would be just some guys talking wrestling, which is pretty much what it is anyway. Good night, folks. It's a hookup. <laughs> this one goes to all you freaks out there. <laughs> Big pop pump. It's a hookup. Holla if you hear me. Just look-